0: This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
1: Jared Butler dribbles to the right wing, gives to Meyer, steps into a three, and he hits it!
2: Matt Meyer a three that ties the game at 74. His confidence is just soaring, John. He's got 15 in the game, two of four, and you know he's hot when his teammates are looking for him.
3: I mean, we came off a of 21 game, uh, 21 day quarantine, like,
0: but we're still some dogs, so we're not we're not too worried about it. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Di Amore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
1: Butler across the mid court strike, Bears down by two. Butler will drive against Culver and he puts it in. We're tied at 81.
2: 2.1 seconds remaining. Jared Butler hits the bucket that ties the game. And I mean, he just climbed up the chest of Derek Culver. We ran like
3: a slip ball screen or like a ball screen. And um, I saw the lane and I was just like, "Mm, is he like, is he trying to take a charge? Is he in the charge circle? And um, he was in the charge circle. So I was like, I'm going to just jump as high as I can, take the contact, and just.
0: Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears.
1: Two seconds to go. Bridge is shot, no good. And the Bears have won over West Virginia. The Bears win it in overtime over the Mountaineers, 94 to 89. The Bears clinch a share of the Big 12 Conference Championship.
2: Unbelievable, John. We saw it all on display today. Experience, toughness, savvy competitive nature and just the ability to persevere. This is a team, John, that took three weeks off and their last outing looked really, really bad. Today they put it all together and I'm, we're watching them celebrate and I'm telling you, I'm getting a little emotional.
4: I uh, couldn't be more proud of how our guys persevered. I mean. West Virginia's 6th ranked team in the country hit so many big shots and if you don't have a heart of a champion you just you, especially when you're as fatigued as you work you don't get a road win like this so uh, um, couldn't be more proud of, uh, of our guys
0: Now from the Alan Samuel Studios here's the voice of the Baylor Bears John Morris and Garrett Ross
1: how about that game? Baylor in West Virginia last night. Bears win in overtime, 94-89. Highlight cuts in the open, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Heard from uh, Matt Meyer, from Jared Butler, from Coach Scott Drew as the Bears clinch the Big 12 championship with the win in Morgantown over West Virginia. Talk about that. Uh, love to talk about that. Garrett, we could spend the entire hour just talking about that one game last night.
3: I think we could, and I'm not going to lie. You're being a lot more humble than I would be. Um, I would definitely be a little more adamant about it. But, yeah, it's uh, it was really impressive, JMO. Yeah, great and win. I, I was just thinking about y'all, and... Everything you've seen, all the calls you've done and that moment right there. Yeah. It was pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, it was a great game too. I mean, if you're not if you don't care about uh either team, you know, if you just want a good game, yeah. that was a great game between those two.
3: I was really surprised. and we knew we talked about it last week, uh obviously coming off the twenty one days and you you saw you saw life against Kansas. It wasn't yeah. you know, they were always in the mix, but the difference just in a few days from that Kansas game to West Virginia, they looked so much better. Yeah. Like, and I think you could tell they're finally, they're still not hundred yeah. percent, but they're a lot more conditioned and everything else. They had their legs under them. They were able to hit the shots. They're, They're back. They're legit. They're back, yeah.
1: Had that spring in their step. You can tell, you know, that was missing against Kansas and was missing against Iowa State. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this is still just the third game back from a 21-day break for COVID. So, uh, uh, an amazing – to win a game like that, you know, to go on the road, uh, really to go to Kansas and then from there straight to uh, West Virginia and uh, in that place to win a game like Mm -hmm. that, a high tempo up and down the floor – uh, overtime game, uh, you would think you know that would drain you if you're in the best of shape, right. tip top shape, and these guys are still working their way back to
3: that. I thought they did an excellent job too of controlling the paint in this game. You didn't let Culver beat you. I was really worried about that. I feel like you know at the Kansas game, Kansas took advantage of them on the inside, so I was kind of seeing interested to see how West Virginia would approach that. I thought they would have a lot more success. Uh, while, you know, Flo and them, they still had the, the foul troubles at times, but they took care of business and didn't let Culver take over the game. You know, Culver had nine
1: points in the game. They were all free throws. He was 0 for See, 3 from the floor. That's wild. Which is amazing. Nine points, and he did finish with uh, nine rebounds also, averaging 15 and 10 mm-hmm. a game. He's the only player in the league averaging a double double. But uh, nine points, not a single shot from the floor by Culver. and Baylor outscored West Virginia in the paint, 42 to 20. Now that's amazing.
3: It, that really is. And it's like that was, you know you have to put an emphasis on that almost because that was your the one thing that really was the hiccup. Uh, you know if you could have had more of a presence against Kansas in the paint, despite you know missing the shots you might have been able to still come yeah, out there with a the win that's true but you're able to make that adjustment i think that's just brilliant by the coaching staff and we see where they're at absolutely like against kansas the
1: shot was not there you know they were bad from three-point mm-hmm. range i mean they they were bad from the free throw right. line but they didn't have much paint presence you know and able to uh to make up for yeah. that so it really cost them against uh, kansas but uh again what a what a coaching job what a preparation job by these guys and it would just so cool let me tell you it was so cool to do that game with pat because Pat has, you know, played at Baylor mm-hmm. and he has been around the program since then. I mean, he stepped off the court playing and started working with Frank, so right. it goes back to 1981. Oh, and to to for Pat and I to be a, I'm the newcomer, you yeah. Know, with Pat, I'm the newbie. But for us to uh, be able to do that game together, and we did it remotely, yeah. But even at that, uh, if it was a choice of one of us being there and one of us and working with somebody else. Or us doing it remotely, and Pat and I doing it together, I'd take the latter.
3: Yeah, especially to share that moment too, and you could tell it meant so much to y'all. Just listening to that last call, and you're right, Pat. Like even like he got this hesitation and this pause, and you picked it up. So you could tell, man. Y'all were really emotional. It was really awesome to see. That, I mean, just that, listen to that man. It was so amazing. It got a little misty in the room. Oh, there. I bet it
1: did. <laughs> it really did. And I'm not ashamed of that one no, bit. It shouldn't I mean, be. it was uh it was fantastic to think about this year and what this team has gone through, all the things off the court, you know, and uh how good they are yeah. and just the you know, just the culture of the team and Coach Drew, you just pull for Coach Drew. You want him to be successful and, and you know, the program as a whole. So all of that factored in and to win this league, you know, this year. It's a great accomplishment.
3: That was the key right there. This league is always good, but it's exceptionally good this year. And and Baylor is, when they're on par and they're getting back there, they are head and shoulders above everybody. It's unreal. Yeah, very good. All right, we'll talk more about the
1: game uh, coming up in a bit, but we need to take a break here on the other side. This will be fun. Joe Lenardi will join us. Joe is ESPN's bracketologist. This is his time of year. I mean, this is his Super Bowl over the next few weeks. And we'll visit with him, get some insight on how how he does what he does. Uh, So that'll be fun. He's got a new book out. We'll tell you about that. So uh, Joe Lenardi will join us after a break. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross and the Alan Samuels studios brought to you in part by DMRA fine jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco drive.
5: Where Waco gets engaged. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron autoplex where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm chief meteorologist Mike Lapointe. The beautiful weather continues. We'll see mostly sunny skies today. Just a gorgeous day with high temperatures topping out at 70 degrees. Mostly clear skies tonight. Pretty quiet conditions. Lows drop to 41 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Just as nice with a high of 72. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The American Heart Association recommends two servings of fatty fish each week to improve heart health. If you're not getting enough fatty fish in your diet, add Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 to your daily regimen. Get 10% off your purchase of Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 at coopercomplete.com when you use the coupon code BAYLOR10. That's BAYLOR10 at coopercomplete.com for 10% off Advanced Omega-3 and free shipping when you spend $60 or more.
6: Cold weather is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old drafty windows. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Uniseal windows are sealed with DuraLite. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And right now, they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. That's online at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. That's 254 301-7760 and be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews.
5: wouldn't call your doctor accountant or mechanic using a 1-800 number so why your bank if you have to dial 1-800 you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you come to central national bank and experience the difference bank different bank central central national bank member fdic
1: have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo are hints being dropped all around you Rest assured, D.M.R.A. Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D.M.R.A. Fine Jewelers on West Waco
0: Drive. Rangers fans, don't just watch the game, own a piece of the game. From game-used baseballs to bases and autographed photos and jerseys, your next prized possession is just a few clicks away. Visit the online store to see what's on sale because you never know what will be there. New items are always being added, and you don't want to miss your chance to get something truly unique. Your piece of the game is waiting for you at TexasRangers.com Authentics.
1: six now five davion mitchell step back three it is good good by
2: davion mitchell he's got it going again he was the as good a shooter as there is in the big 12 actually from the three-point line in the country before the break he's got two out of three down and that was a big one to beat the shot clock.
0: you're listening to the john moore show on espn central texas
1: up the Bears, inbounding, far side of the floor. Teague inbounds to Davion Mitchell. Bears down by two in overtime.
2: Butler at three. Left corner is good by Jared Butler. He knew he was going to shoot it when he caught it. He was coming off of the screen. He was cocked and ready, and uh, great pass. Great offense that time.
0: Now back to today's JMO Radio Show. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. I like cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network
1: from Learfield IMG College. Baylor with the win over West Virginia last night with the win, the Bears nineteen and one on the season. Let that soak in nineteen and one and eleven and one in Big Twelve conference play. And uh, and we said the entire night, right up until the very end of the broadcast, uh, that this clinches at least a share of the Big Twelve title. And then we're told uh, late in our post game, no, this clinches the title outright. <laughs> because, uh, you know, even uh, percentage-wise, even if Baylor doesn't play again, if they were to lose, you know, lose on the court or not play their last mm-hmm. two games percentage-wise, nobody can catch Baylor. So they clinched it outright with the win over West Virginia last night, 94-89, the final score. Back with us, John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Pleased to be joined by Joe Linardi, uh, ESPN bracketologist, and a name you know and a guy you know uh, this time of year especially and Joe you're a busy man appreciate your time how you doing today
4: I'm doing just fine John and uh congratulations to Scott Drew and the Bears
1: very good thank you very much I will pass that along uh can we start already go ahead
4: I already did.
1: <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah, Coach Drew, uh, he spent the whole trip back, and that's a long trip from West Virginia answering texts. So you can imagine, uh, you know, everybody he heard from after that game. Uh, can can we start there? Uh, no question. Baylor is a, is a one seed for the tournament, right?
4: No question. I don't think you need a bracketologist
1: to answer that one. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of local bracketologists here in Waco that, uh, you know, would, would uh, certainly follow suit with that. Uh, how are things shaping up this year? You know, it's a different year with the COVID protocols. Some teams have played less. Baylor will play less games than some of their counterparts in the Big 12. Is that affecting, uh, you know, what you do?
4: Sure, it's affecting what everybody in the game is doing. Just trying to keep their teams on the court, uh, whether it be practice days or, or game days or travel days, or or now we get into you know elimination games uh, in conference tournaments and and you know for the chosen sixty eight, the NCAA tournament. I think from Baylor's point of view. Uh, you know, win or lose last night, and and obviously, you know we do keep score, and winning is a whole lot more fun than not. Uh, they clearly showed last night that they're still at the level that we had become accustomed to seeing, and should be seated accordingly. Uh, You know, for the bulk of the year, we had a one and a one a right with right with and the bears. And then for a few days after the near miss with Iowa State and the loss at Kansas and, you know, like think about where that program has come, where it could be considered a negative to lose a tight game at Kansas. Right. Yeah, right. Right. (laughs) People would have laughed at that. (laughs) Right two or three or five or 10 years ago. Uh, and, and then Michigan kind of laying an egg last night, and maybe they were overdue for that. Y- you really reestablished Baylor as the 1A. And and I, I thought all along that they were the best uh, team to challenge Gonzaga. I, I, I just think the Bears are so solid at both ends, and, you know, they have, at least to my eyes, the, the X factor for winning in March and maybe in April, which is the Jared Butler type who either offensively or defensively has just got that it factor to make the play to win the game at the end. Because almost every team, even the best ones, they're not coasting to get on that ladder to cut down the nets. They're going to have a game or two that's you know, 80 to 80 with a minute to go. Yep. And who is the guy in college basketball that you would most want to have on your team in that moment? I'm not necessarily saying the best player, I'm, although he's close. The guy you would most want to have on your team at that moment. And he would have to be on the short list. Yeah. a very
1: short list. Well, we saw it last night. I mean, he's the guy that hit the uh, layup, took it right at Derek Culver and laid it in to tie the game and force overtime. So speaking to, uh, you know, what you were talking about, we just saw it last night. Hey, Joe, uh, I'm looking forward to diving into your book, uh, new book, Bracketology, March Madness, College Basketball and the Creation of a National Obsession. Uh, congratulations on on the book. W- what's the What was the beginning for you doing Bracketology?
4: Well, a lot of people don't know that, you know, I was the star center on my college team. You know, big time, <laughs> bulky, five man, low post, you know, beast. Yeah. Uh, of course not. Uh, y- y- you know, I-, I happened to have the good fortune to grow up in what turned out to be kind of an incubator, if you will, for college basketball. And m- maybe without even realizing it, I was majoring in college basketball uh, as an undergrad at St. Joe's in Philly, you know, the pe- pe- people who know anything about Philadelphia basketball know about the Philadelphia Big Five with Villanova, Temple, St. Joe's, Penn and LaSalle. And, you know, when I was still in school, believe it or not, all five of those teams shared a home court. Uh, the Palestra right. on the campus of, the University of Pennsylvania, and they played the bulk of their home games, certainly all their big games in that building. So, you know, there were doubleheaders all season long culminated by the ones where they played each other, right, for, right. for the bragging rights of the city, and and that was exciting enough. But, you know, like I, I would see, like I saw Villanova play Syracuse and, and Georgetown and Patrick Ewing. I, I saw, you know, LaSalle play Notre Dame. Uh, I, I, I saw the, the great St. Joe's teams with Jim Lynham that upset DePaul when I was in school. And then the Phil Martelli, Jameer Nelson teams, that were number one in the country. And, and if, heck, when I was a freshman, Penn from the Ivy League went to the final four. Wow. Like, think about that. Hmm. So all those Hall of Famers, both on and off the court and media and ADs, administrators, I, I just fell in love with college basketball and the tournament. Because later, as a reporter in in town, covering the the, the big five beat, if you will, uh, there was always a team or two that was in the mix nationally in a given year that would make its run. Some of them really long, high seated runs, in which you know, kind of having an understanding of the tournament and its history was essential to my work on a day to day basis. And uh, y- you know, looking back, may- maybe it was natural and partly inevitable that this would happen. All it took was, you know, somebody inventing the Internet and somebody inventing ESPN and somebody (laughs) having the crazy idea to point a camera in my direction because clearly, as my dad often said, Joe, I don't know why they're paying you to talk. Your mother and I would pay double if you would stop. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's great. That's a great history. Joe Lenardi, our guest, uh, ESPN Bracketologist. The new book is Bracketology.
3: Joe, with uh, Jeremiah Dickey leaving Baylor to go take over as AD at Boise State, I found myself keeping an eye on the Broncos sports over the past couple weeks, and I noticed you have them as the first team out of the tournament uh, in your latest rankings, what's it going to take for Boise State to work their way back in?
4: Well, Al Davis, you know, had a great line for this, and we saw it in that documentary a couple weeks ago: "Just win, baby." Hmm. And uh, you know, here are the Broncos. Okay, they go on the road to San Diego State, another really good team. They lose two closely contested games away from home. Not good, but not a death sentence. Come home. Lose to a quad four team in the regular season finale, very bad idea when you're on the bubble. Uh, and certainly uh, what I always tell coaches and ADs and administrators immediate this time of the year is, if you're on the edge, don't give the committee a reason to leave you out. Well, that was one of those moments. So now they got to earn it back. They're going to have to win an up game or two in the Mountain West tournament. And maybe get some help, help elsewhere along the bubble. And remember, like they're not the only bubble team that's going to have a bad loss here. Like, they're bubble teams for a reason, right? If 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 they didn't have flaws and inconsistencies, they wouldn't be on the bubble. They'd be Baylor or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I still have good hope for Boise Heck. Seton Hall is one of the last team in. They take the court in three hours. They look. Boise State might be back in before we go to bed. <laughs> uh, you know, in a way, I'm like the weatherman. Like, if you don't like the forecast, just wait a day. It'll change.
3: <laughs> well, that's good. Hey, so, in your opinion, when you look at college basketball this season, why do you think the Blue Buds are struggling so much?
4: I think it's probably just random. A random occurrence. Uh although the you know the 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 narrative is a lot of particularly Duke and Kentucky, you know, kind of the one and done powers, if you will, that they didn't have an off season, they didn't have a preseason, They didn't really have a chance to get their new guys, you know, blended into a team. And, and I think there's something to that. You know, the older teams, the Baylors, the Gonzagas, the Michigans, the Illinois, have done a lot better both in the games they played and recovering fairly rapidly when they've had to shut it down with the pandemic. And I don't think that's a coincidence, but I also don't think we're headed into an era where, you know, recruiting the best classes is going to be a negative. <laughs> I, 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 I just think it, it, it's part of a reason to explain what we're seeing and hopefully like everything else it's only a one-year phenomenon although you know there are people out there that you know probably are not too unhappy to see a duke or a kentucky struggle i'm just saying yeah
1: <laughs> interesting <laughs> hey final thought and we'll let you move on uh but what about the big 12 uh you know we think uh, seven teams uh, solidly in the field how do you look at it right now
4: i agree uh and selfishly, uh, leagues that make my life easy and separate and don't have teams to worry about—you know whether they're going to make it or not—automatically um, bumps them up in my estimation. <laughs> right, because you know, as I try and tell people, the fewer hard decisions that are that are there on the board in a given year, the more I get to go to sleep. Mm. And I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I mean, the seventh team at this moment is Texas Tech. Oh. And, I mean, they're still Sweet 16 good, right? right. Like we're not worried about Texas Tech. We're just talking about seeding for these guys. And I don't think there's any combination of results in the Big 12 tournament that can change their selection. Might seeds move up and down? Just like, you know, Oklahoma State's taking a big leap forward with its play and results here in the last week or two? Sure. Sure. Could somebody lose to, you know, TCU in an opening round game and hurt themselves? Absolutely. It happens all the time. But hurt yourself and, you know, miss the tournament that's a pretty wide range of outcomes that doesn't exist for the league this year. Gotcha.
1: Hey, I look forward to diving into the book. Thanks uh, for your time today. Congratulations on the book, and uh, we'll watch uh, for you on an ESPN channel near you very shortly. (laughs) Amen. Thanks. Fellas. Thanks, Joe. Have a great day. Joe Lenardi, the ESPN bracketologist. The new book again is bracketology, March Madness, College Basketball, and the Creation of a National Obsession. And and that's what it is. I mean, he yeah. has made uh this a science, you know, bracketology a science. I mean, before before Joe, had you even heard that term?
3: No, I haven't. I don't think so I, either. It's it's one of those things that is coined well yeah. and he's making the most <laughs> <I> of <love> it. <laughs> Absolutely. He is the guy.
1: Some others may try to uh, emulate that, but Joe is the guy. So check out the book, and uh, I look forward to this is next on my reading list. Uh, Bracketology mm-hmm. uh, with uh, from Joe Lenardi. All right, we'll take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Bottom of the hour. Let's uh, take a break, and we shall return. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio in the Alan Samuel Studios here on ESPN Central Texas.
7: My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com.
3: Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station.
0: Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kalachis to make your next meal or gathering a great success. And we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom that means we welcome you at Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage
2: If you're in need of professional
0: car repair, how about you take your vehicle to a place that is locally owned and operated for 20-plus years, a place with
3: a drive-up canopy, meaning you don't have to park your car when you need service, a AAA shop, a Blue Seal ASC certified shop, not to mention the cleanest shop in town, and winner of the Best Auto Repair Award since 2002, a place where customer satisfaction is the number one priority. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco, open Monday through Friday, 730 to 530.
6: Freddie Kish Complete Car Care Center. Like they say, where your troubles are already. our business
7: First Central Credit Union asks, why pay more? Are you paying more than 3.9% annual percentage rate on big bank and retail credit cards? Then transfer your balances to one card today. First Central's Visa credit card at 3.9% over the next 12 months will make life easier and help you save. There is no balance transfer fee and absolutely no reoccurring annual fee. All new cards receive 3.9% APR for 12 months too. Why pay more? New card or balance transfer? Come see us today or apply online at firstcentralcu.com.
6: Eligibility and application requirements apply. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid.
0: Tom Barfield and Garrett Ross, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN
6: Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Number three, Baylor got an overtime win over number six, West Virginia, 94-89 to bring the Bears their first Big 12 championship home to Waco last night. It's the first Bears conference championship since winning the Southwest Conference in 1950. It also clinches a first-place seed in the Big 12 tournament for the Bears next week. Five Baylor pitchers combined in a three-hit shutout and a 4-0 win over Sam Houston in a home opener at Baylor Ballpark last night. The National Invitational Tournament is downsizing and moving its annual tournament this month. The NIT will feature 16 teams all playing in in the DFW area, with games being held at the Comerica Center in Frisco and UNT Coliseum on the campus of North Texas. In previous years, the tournament has featured 32 teams, with games being held at campus sites until the semifinals and the championship game held at Madison Square Garden in New York. SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris, show on this Wednesday afternoon
1: from the Allen Samuel Studios. Brought to you in part by Alan Samuel's Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. They're in Waco on the Loop, 201 West Loop 340. They're on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. You can always call at 254-772-8120. How about going by and visiting? Uh, just just say you want to go see Ted Teague. You'll enjoy visiting with Ted and anyone there at Allen Samuels. They are, with good reason, your friend in the car business. March is Ram Truck Month on all new trucks. Now, March means something different to Joe Lenardi. It is March (laughs) Madness for him and Bracketology. But at Alan Samuels, it is Ram Truck Month. How about Dodge Performance Days in March? You're going to want to check out the new Dodge lineup, the first domestic brand ranked highest overall in J.D. Power's initial quality study. Dodge is built for performance, touchscreen technology, superior craftsmanship, and advanced safety features. Come by, take a test drive, and see what performance is all about with the uh, Dodge lineup at Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com, your friend in the car business. Great to visit with uh, with Joe, uh, Joe Lenardi, and get his thoughts there. Uh, no question, Baylor a number one seed. I don't think that's going to change no matter what happens the next couple of weeks going into the NCAA tournament. They, uh, they really, you know, stamped that last night or really stamped it uh, mm-hmm. several weeks ago over the course of the season.
3: I think even listening to him, as I was thinking about this earlier today, is – how Big Twelve teams are going to fare in in once we get into March, right? Yeah. Like how deep, how many teams are we going to see make that Sweet Sixteen to that Elite Eight? And listen to them talk right there. It's like, well, Texas Tech is sitting where they're at, but they're just going they're a casual Sweet Sixteen Sweet Sixteen, team. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's just the
1: depth of this conference this season is remarkable. Oh, It's amazing. I mean, it's going to be great. The fun fun part when we get to March. So the Big Twelve tournament is fun. You know, it's a great event in Kansas City. It'll be a little you know, subdued right. this year with fewer fans, and that is great. But then once you get past the Big 12 tournament and into the NCAA tournament, you know, we're pulling for, you know, every other school in the league, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got a great text thread going among the announcers in the league, pulling for each other, you know, come on, get this game, yep. you know, plant the Big 12 flag, <laughs> all of that. I mean, you can just go all, uh, all in on on supporting
3: the other teams from the Big 12. Well, that's the beauty of it. That, in, in like during conference play, or not conference, play but during the regular season when y'all do the interconference matchups you know that's you all come together right sure. you want to see the best oh, it's like yeah. the olympics yeah you want to see the best <laughs> from right. everybody you're united with <laughs> that's
1: exactly right <laughs> all right baylor uh over west virginia last night 94 89 want you would hear a, a little bit of the press conference from from bob huggins the hall of fame coach for west virginia Uh, and incidentally, I wasn't here yesterday, Garrett, uh, Mm -hmm. thanks to you and Tom for filling in the hour as we got ready for the game. Uh, but going back to Monday night, the Bob Huggins radio show was Monday night in Morgantown. Coach Drew was a guest on Bob Huggins radio show on Monday night. That's pretty awesome. Uh, That's (laughs) pretty funny. On a lot of levels. it's, It's very awesome. Number one, that Huggins would reach out to coach Drew and invite him to be on the show and really not surprising at all that coach Drew would say,
3: Yeah, sure, I'll do that. That's just the camaraderie of these coaches. It reminds me of hearing the stories like in the Southwest Conference when you would have the coaches meet together at their houses and stuff. It's (laughs) it's one of those unique things that not everybody's going to be able to pull off. But
1: think about this. On the eve of a top six matchup, number three Baylor, number six West Virginia – Playing for you know Big Twelve Championship, uh, West Virginia was trying to stay in the hunt for a championship. They get together and and they're on they're yucking it up on the coaches show. <laughs> That's so neat. Man. It was great. Ty told me about it uh, from Morgantown. I didn't know, uh, but I found it uh, on TuneIn and listened to the show. And we actually used a clip from the show. On uh, at halftime of our game last night, so so it was really fun. It was really only Coach Drew, you know, would do that. But I think there's a mutual respect and mutual admiration between uh, Bob Huggins and and Scott Drew. Huggins uh, sitting at 898 wins; he's two away from 900, and he didn't get any closer last night. So hope he gets it uh, past Baylor. Uh, Here is Bob Huggins following the game last night. Question was in a game this close that goes to into overtime, there are lots of little things small things that go either one way or the other what are some that huggins saw in the five-point loss
8: well we didn't get the ball inbounds twice one time we traveled with the ball uh, the other time we didn't get we just didn't get it in uh, ob under which we've spent a bunch of time on uh, Those those plays hurt us. We stole the ball and threw it, threw it behind Taz and it went out of bounds. Gave them the ball back. I thought that was critical. And, and, and guys, the reality is we haven't down the stretch. We haven't made, haven't made free throws. We haven't made them. We didn't. We didn't make them against. We didn't make them against Oklahoma. We didn't make them against Texas. We didn't. We didn't make them against Florida. We don't make them down the stretch. We go one for two, or they made theirs. We didn't make ours. We fouled the wrong guy. We, we wanted to foul vital. We, we we said leave him catch it. Let him catch it, and then foul vital. We, so what do we do? We run over and foul a guard. Who goes down and promptly makes two free throws. And that's, I mean, a lot of that's youth, fellas. I mean, we're, we're, we played today against men. Those were men. And uh, they, uh, they out physical us.
3: How about that? We played against men. Those are men. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> Coming awesome. from Bob Huggins. Oh, that's funny. That's that's oh, great. Man. I mean, just, that's just a perfect reflection of this team. And that's they it. are.
1: That's it. Exactly. That is it. I mean, the veteran guys, and we thought that all year, that's a big part of Baylor's mm-hmm. success, are veteran guys, uh, experienced, older. And,
3: and Bob Huggins said it right there. We played against men tonight man that was that that's pretty spot on yeah, <laughs> you know right? they're talking about you know the the just the mental aspect of it of you know, fouling the wrong guy, you're yeah. not hitting your free throws, just the little elements that go into you've got to do everything right if you're wanting to beat a team like Baylor. Little things, small yes. things,
1: you know, teams at that level. Uh, and Baylor, uh, for the most part, I mean, they weren't perfect, but for the most part they did all the little things right mm-hmm. last night. West Virginia had some mistakes that, uh, in retrospect, are really glaring. 94-89 the final, Baylor over West Virginia in overtime. Uh, Tech beat TCU last night, uh, 69-49, Texas beat Iowa. Iowa State, 8167. Well, Kansas actually moves ahead of West Virginia. Uh, actually, they're tied percentage-wise for right. second place in the league. And Kansas is finished with um, their uh, uh, conference portion of their schedule. They added the game against UTEP, but uh, Kansas sitting at twelve and six. Baylor's at eleven and one in first place. West Virginia at ten and five. So a uh, six sixty-seven winning percentage for those two. Oklahoma State's in fourth at ten and six. And the Cowboys, who have won five in a row are
3: coming to Waco to play the Bears tomorrow night. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I'm interested to see how, you know, this game shapes out. Of Obviously, the first time they met, um, I'm drawing a blank, yep. didn't play. Cade Cunningham, Cade Cunningham didn't right. play. Uh, you're going to have him back, but can one man beat a group of men? Yeah, a group of <laughs> a men. A group of men. <laughs>
1: He's really good. Leading scorer in the Big 12. Uh, and that's another part of the discussion is uh, who's the Big 12 player of the year? You know, uh, Jared oh. Butler, uh, Pat and I thought, you know, iced it last night with his performance in that game, 25 yeah. points. Uh, he's the best player on the best team, and there's a lot to be said for that, even though Baylor was picked number one. I mean, the performance by Jared Butler all year, I, I think he's – and there's other good candidates, I mean, really good candidates mm-hmm. – but I think he's the Big 12 Player of the Year.
3: I think he is, too. I mean, just all the just look at the long list of accolades he's been yeah. able to rack up this yeah. season. There's really no way around it. Yeah. I mean, there's there's Derek
1: Culver at West Virginia. He's a candidate. Certainly Cade Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Most people, you know, a lot of people, you know, think he's the Player of the Year. He's the leading scorer in the league. Austin Reeves at Oklahoma. Um, you know, really, each team you can go and, and get their best player. And they're right. a candidate for, uh, for Player of the Year in the Big 12. But... I just think Jared Butler, season long, the way he has, uh, you know, led this team and guided them to where they are and to the championship. I think he's the guy. Did you get nervous last night when he fell out? Mm, a little bit, but then uh, it's easy to be reminded. Yeah, we still got Davion Mitchell. Yeah, That's we still got, got ACOT. <laughs> Myers having a really good night. Yeah, it's not a it's not a one man team. Yes. It is not a one man team. As good as Jared is and uh and that's you know a part of the team's success is mm-hmm. they don't rely on just one guy whoever that is very true but him fouling out uh, you know kind of ooh okay <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to finish this one without him all right um coming up uh, Baylor and Oklahoma State that is tomorrow evening 6 o'clock in the Farrell Center then the Bears close on Sunday at 3 against Texas Tech that will be Senior Day. They'll recognize the seniors and I think the plans are to celebrate the Big 12 Championship on Sunday. Kind of a combo Uh, not that we won't be celebrating every day between now and then but (laughs) I think to have the celebration uh, on the court uh, with the team on Sunday uh, as part of the season finale, regular season finale against Texas Tech.
3: I feel like it started last night at the airport the yes. celebration is just gonna great? carry over until oh, sunday yeah
1: wasn't that great <laughs> yeah that was awesome it was midnight the team got back at midnight and there was uh i wasn't there but uh you know looking at the crowd that was there it was a great crowd that came to welcome them home
3: it was it was fitting. That's cool. You definitely
1: need that. That was really cool. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Look ahead, give you some birthdays, wrap things up in the 2 p.m. hour. John Morris, Garrett Ross in the Allen Samuel Studios, brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Just Google search Amanda Cunningham. That'll get you to her Facebook page, her website, all the information, and the contact information there for Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor.
8: Bush's Chicken has a long tradition of being voted the best chicken in communities where we're located. People love our specials like Tender Tuesday and Happy Hour every day from 2 to 5 p.m. And Bush's believes in giving back to our communities. Most weeks throughout the year, Bush's Chicken is donating meals and our famous iced tea in support of various schools and churches. Stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best.
6: Zequil
0: Pure Z's All Night Bilayer Tablets help you fall asleep naturally and regulate your sleep cycle so that you could take on your tomorrow. Designed with extended release melatonin, which slowly releases up to six hours to help you fall asleep and stay asleep longer through the night. Zequil Pure Z's Botanical Blend is made with lavender chamomile, valerian root, and lemon balm botanicals, which have been used for centuries. Zequil Pure Z's All Night simple tablets with simple ingredients that are 100% drug free and non habit forming. Nobody has a better selection of Ram
4: trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and to CameronAutoplex.com.
0: Find out why. New truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio
6: Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Number three, Baylor got an overtime win over number six, West Virginia, 94-89 to bring the Bears their first Big 12 championship home to Waco last night. It's the first Bears conference championship since winning the Southwest Conference in 1950. It also clinches a first-place seed in the Big 12 tournament for the Bears next week. Five Baylor pitchers combined in a three-hit shutout and a 4-0 win over Sam Houston in a home opener at Baylor Ballpark last night. The National Invitational Tournament is downsizing and moving its annual tournament this month. The NIT will feature 16 teams all playing in in the DFW area, with games being held at the Comerica Center in Frisco and UNT Coliseum on the campus of North Texas. In previous years, the tournament has featured 32 teams, with games being held at campus sites until the semifinals and the championship game held at Madison Square Garden in New York. SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Back to wrap things up, final segment, John Morris Show on this Wednesday. John Morris, Garrett Ross. One more note uh, from last night. Baylor winning the uh, Big 12 championship. Of course, the ladies won uh, a share of the title with their win over K-State on Saturday. Won it outright with a win over Texas on Monday. Baylor becomes the third school in the history of the Big 12 to have men's and women's basketball win the title in the same year. Uh, 1997, it was Kansas and in 2000 it was iowa state now in 2021 it is baylor so only three times have the uh, men's and women's basketball teams from the same school won the big 12 regular season title in the same year.
3: I would have never gotten that right if that yeah. was a trivia question. It's
1: trivia, right?
3: I would have went, like, Oklahoma and maybe A&M when they were still there. In my mind, I thought Oklahoma had done that, but I think I'm thinking
1: of one year Oklahoma had both men's and women's in the Final Four. Right. I can't remember what year it was, but I think that's what I was thinking. So, uh, real accomplishment for Baylor men's and women's basketball. Hey, great to have Joe Lennardi on with us. Uh, appreciate him. Uh, quickly,
3: Garrett, what's coming up uh, with stretch between three and four? So we're going to reflect on uh, what we were just talking about, the Baylor men and women being Big 12 champs this season. Uh, we're also going to get into some NBA news. The Rockets have lost 12 in a row. Now you got the Nets coming in tonight, the return of James Harden. What does that mean? Uh, Tom Brady will get into it. He's going to need some uh, surgery uh, on his knee. Um, what is that? What is there anything really into that, obviously? Uh, and then we're going to continue our draft board. We're going to be looking at wide receivers today. And then at 3.30, we're going to be drew, joined by Bobby Stroop from APEC to talk about training uh, uh, quarterbacks and getting them ready for the NFL draft. And then we're going to look ahead at the quarterbacks. We're going to start getting into quarterbacks later this week as well. All right. Very good. So that's with stretch three to four. What about uh, game time coming up four to six? So we're going to get into the big win last night for Baylor. I uh, found a bunch of great audio bites. Uh, one interesting to me was Matthew Meyer talking about the doubters out there and overcoming <laughs> that. Uh, I want to. This is a question I want to post to everybody. And if you want to start thinking ahead right now, uh, feel free. Where does the, this Big 12 title rank in Baylor athletic history for ooh, people? Ooh, I, I think a there's one. a lot of interest there. Uh, so I want to get into that as well. Uh, Baylor baseball picked up the the home, home opening win last night over Sam Houston. We'll talk about that. We'll get into some high school basketball. Conley's season comes to an end. Uh, they fell to a really good Silsby team last night. You got Riker picking up a big win. Their playoffs are still going. Lorena's still going. Academy. Uh, so we'll get into that as well, and then we're gonna look take a look. Michigan got routed last night by Illinois. I found some clips from uh their coach uh, Jawan Howard talking about that, and just kind of see where this stacks up. What is what does that mean, you know, going yeah. into March Madness right now? So that's what we're going to do today. All right. They got beat by 23 yeah. last night by and, Illinois. And they didn't even have their main player. Yes. Illinois didn't.
1: Yes, exactly. Wow. <sighs> All right. Uh, appreciate it, Garrett. Thanks very much. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Uh, Stretch is coming up next. Tom and Garrett at 4 o'clock. And Lord willing, we'll be back with you tomorrow at 2. Thanks to Joe Lenardi, ESPN Bracketologist, who was on with us. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas.
8: We played today against men, those were men.